Praise God. We'll pray. <clears throat> Father, in the name of Jesus, we come boldly before your throne tonight, giving you praise, honor, and glory. You're everything and we're nothing, Lord. We just ask your help, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Uh, I declare we have ears to hear what your Spirit's saying. I ask you to help me say what you'd have me to say, and we'll give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. And amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. And we said verse 23. And we'll go ahead and read a few verses here. And then I feel like there's some things I want to talk about here that will help us. Uh, glory to God. Renewing of the mind is essential. Amen. That's an ongoing process that we're going to have to continually. Brother Hagin said, you know, your mind doesn't stay any more renewed than your hair stays combed. If you get out in the wind, it messes up your hair. And if you get out in life and you're not careful. Uh, uh, so we have to develop. We have to develop a, a lifestyle uh, just like in the natural. I generally don't do without breakfast. You know, at some point in the morning, uh, I'm going to have some coffee, and then, then it's going to be breakfast time. Amen. And uh, a lot of times a creature habit, you know, I eat the same thing uh, about half the time. And uh, then a few hours later, it's going to be lunchtime. And uh, I'm going to have to get something to eat for lunch. My body needs that nourishment. And then a little bit later on, it's supper time. And, and you know, you just you get used to it. And we've got to develop ourselves in the, in the spirit to where we're exactly the same way. That we continually feed on the word of God. And the more you do, the... Uh, uh, better off you're going to be. So 1 Corinthians 11, in verse 23, we'll read. Paul said, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason many are weak and sick among you, 
and many sleep for if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged but when we are judged we are chastened by the Lord that we may not uh, be condemned with the world therefore my brethren when you come together to eat wait for one another but if anyone is hungry let him eat at home lest you come together for judgment and the rest I'll set in order when I come so he's given instruction uh, about what we call the Lord's Supper or Holy Communion and we believe in that uh, uh, for the last I think maybe two years before COVID shut us down we did communion every Sunday night and I loved it and because uh, it means so much to me because uh, of continually renewing the mind you know Jesus said uh, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail upon it and then he, he asked the disciples who, who do who do men say that I am or who do you say that I am and Peter answered up and Peter said thou art the Christ the son of the living God and 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 Jesus said you know you you you've uh, you've answered well and he said you are Peter uh, or little rock and then he said upon this rock he said flesh and blood has not revealed that to you you answered real good flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it well he wasn't talking about Peter some denomination uh, says that Peter was the first pope and uh, but he didn't have the qualifications of the pope because Peter had a wife and they won't let the popes have a wife because Peter had a mother-in-law how do you have a mother-in-law if you don't have a wife amen but what he was talking about is the rock of revelation things that are revealed to you and uh, praise God for the Holy Ghost like I said everybody's preaching about the Holy Ghost we're going to keep preaching about the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost will, will, will take the things of God and reveal them to us. Make it plain to, to you. Amen. Uh, an intellectual uh, Christianity will never produce the power that it's going to take to do the will of God to be successful in these last days it can't be an intellectual thing it's got to be a spiritual thing revelation spiritual it's something that's revealed to us in our spirit so uh, Paul says here I receive from the Lord that which I deliver to you now uh, and he goes on and he explains the last supper and and he wasn't there he wasn't one of the 12 disciples. He wasn't there. But we read uh, in uh, Galatians uh, that when Paul was converted for a season, he went out into the wilderness and communed with God for you know at least a couple years and, and uh, just prayed in the Spirit. He was getting revelation. The Lord revealed this to him. And it, it does agree with Scripture. Amen. Now, we believe in the Spirit of God teaching us and showing us things, but it always 100% agrees with Scripture. Amen. You can come in and you can have a vision of, of uh, whatever, 
And if what he says, what it says, does not line up with the Word of God, then I, I'm going to be skeptical. I'm going to judge everything by the Word of God. And so when God begins to speak you and show you things, if it's contrary to all the rest of the Scriptures, you know, that's probably not... It'll, it'll all line up with the Word of God. And that's why you need a pastor and, and a, a, a teacher and people teaching you things so that you don't uh, get out. Because, you know, the devil, would, if he can't stop you from serving God, from being on fire to, with God, he will, he will do all that he can to get you what we would call squirrely. Amen. And we don't need no more squirrely folks. And, and uh, I believe the Holy Ghost is getting ready to hit so hard it'll knock the squirrely off of people. And it'll knock the, the sleep off of people. And it'll knock the, it'll, 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 it, it, it's, it's going to be mighty. Amen. And it'll truly be one mind and one, one accord. And uh, uh, there'll, there'll truly be spiritual unity. And uh, there, there's a lot of, in, in uh, Lord help me, uh, there's things that I believe and, and uh, that I feel like I have revelation on. And uh, some somebody else may think something different than I think, and and uh, uh, there's some things I won't back down on. You know, there's some things I won't back down on uh, I th that are that I think are very essential. Amen. And and uh, I b I believe you know God's people ought to get along and not be contentious and not be arguing all uh, all the time, and certainly not be calling each other out. And uh, there's, there's a, a, a group of, uh, they call themselves ministers out there, but they're, they're out there, they're, they're bashing the word of faith. Uh, they're bashing Brother Copeland or, uh, or televangelists. They don't like televangelists of any kind. Amen. And they're, they're right there ready to critique and criticize. And now, I don't particularly care for... for uh, people like that I love them and pray for them but the Bible says go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he who believes and is baptized will be saved and he who believeth not will be condemned he didn't say you know go and, and uh, you find everything wrong that's everybody and you point it out because that's just totally contrary to scripture he says judge not lest you be judged but for some reason and, and there's spirits about everything and people catch that spirit and, and want to become uh, critical of everything that, that that is not good I believe the Holy Ghost is going to hit so hard that that it'll blow us all it'll blow all our uh, uh, falseness and all our prideful things it'll blow it all away and we'll all be humble and all we'll all be truly in love with Jesus and the word of God will be all that matters praise God and and uh, I'm for that so uh, Paul got this uh, by revelation he said i received from the lord that which i also delivered to you and and he he got the story he got the communion the last supper story right that the lord because i've compared it to the gospels the lord jesus the same night which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks in the upper room you know uh y'all seen the pictures by michelangelo or whoever the famous paintings take eat this is my body which was broken for you do this in remembrance of me in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. So uh, 
we have a ritual or a custom in most Christian churches of some kind. We have some kind of communion service where we partake of the Lord's Supper. And that is, uh, that is based on that. And uh, uh, it's very meaningful. Now, some people take it too far. And, and I think uh, some, uh, some groups say that when you put the, the, the bread in your mouth, it is actually the, the Lord Jesus coming to life inside of you. Well, he's already in, alive inside of us. Amen. But this is, this, is, this is a ceremony to remind us. To, it's a worship. Praise God. It's a, it's a celebration. Amen. And we're proclaiming the Lord's death till he comes. We're, now, we're not, we're not saying they drove nails in his hands and nails in his feet and put a crown of thorns on him. Oh, poor, poor Jesus. No, we're proclaiming what, what that bought, what that, what that, the perfect Lamb of God. Amen. Paid the price for us. And he paid it all. And we celebrate that, and he's risen from the dead, praise God. And, and uh, uh, we're, not, uh, we're not gruesome or anything like that, amen. But we don't want to forget what he bought, what, what this paid for, amen. So uh, he said, he broke the bread, he prayed, he broke the bread. He said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same manner, he also took the cup. This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So uh, we, have, we have the elements of communion, and, and most everybody does that, and people do it different ways, and uh, I don't guess there's no wrong way to do it. I do it at home quite often uh, myself because it's, it's, just a, it's just an act of worship to me. Uh, but there's some revelation here that I've got that helps me so some people don't know what it, I, I, I went for years I didn't know much what it meant amen uh, when I rededicated my life and got filled with the Holy Ghost I knew that I loved Jesus and and I wanted to do it but I but I still it, because I just remember very few times in my denominational church when I was little just very few times maybe they did it one Sunday a month or something like that or some maybe one Sunday a year or a couple Sundays a year but I remember, you know, it was kind of different, you know, and there was rules. And in some churches do it every Sunday, every Sunday morning. And it can, it can become just a, a ritual, a routine. But it, it's supposed to be alive to you. And uh, so there's some, there's some words here that we need revelation on that will help us. He said, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup, verse 27, of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord and I remember uh, when I started having communion another preacher about my age uh, you know he told me he said oh I would never do it I would never take it because I could never be worthy of the blood of Jesus and in the way he was thinking you know he truly was humble and we never could be worthy of the blood of Jesus but we're not supposed to be worthy we don't have to be worthy it's his blood that put us in that place to partake of it and we're not doing it because we're worthy we're doing it so we can remember and and partake of all by faith because he's a faith God amen and this is a faith thing so uh, it says in an unworthy manner amen uh, I think maybe King James says unworthily amen 
and it, but it not, not unworthy. We could never be worthy, but, but we need to understand what it means and be serious about it. Amen? Because if we do it in an unworthy manner, we'll be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. And, and uh, I, I've seen times where people don't really understand the grace of God and the power of the blood. They're not rightly discerning how powerful the blood is that the blood took our sins away. Uh, but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat the bread and drink the cup. And, and uh, I think if you're smart, and, and no matter how much you believe in the grace of God, you don't want to live your life with sin in your life because you reap what you sow. Yes, we're forgiven, and there's power in the blood of Jesus. But uh, you, you, you don't want to give an open door to the devil. You know, he's, sin lies, crouches and lies at the door waiting, you know, like a, you got a dog or a cat that wants to get in if you crack the door, you know. That's the way the devil is. So you, you, you don't want to do that. Uh, but, but I've been in places where you had to pray for like a half an hour before you took communion to make sure you repented of everything. And uh, uh, that's not given the, the blood of Jesus the, the, the glory it's due. The blood of Jesus is bigger than our sin. And in an unworthy manner would be taking it lightly, not, not paying attention to it. We're, we're, this belongs to me. Amen. Forgiveness belongs to me. And, and what the body, uh, the body belongs to me. It was broken for me. Amen. Let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. So, I mean, it's good to pray, and, and uh, everybody's working on something. Nobody's perfect. He's still working on me. He's still working on you. And uh, uh, there are growing seasons. Well, I think we're in a growing season. I think I'm in a growing season. And uh, I'm seeing God move, I believe, mightily. So I'm mindful of things. Uh, and change and growing sometimes more in stronger way than you are in others. But it's all a process. It's all in walking with God and knowing God and worship, worshiping Him in spirit and truth and, and uh, from the inside. Amen. God is spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So, uh, he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, verse 29, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Not discerning the Lord's body. Well, now again, we, we get people who they make a, a, a great deal of the blood, and the blood is worthy to have a great deal made of it. Amen. When we, when we drink that cup, and I was that way for a long time because that's the blood that takes my sin away. This is the new covenant in my blood, and it's the holy blood of Jesus. And, it, it, and I was so much tuned into the blood that I didn't even think much about the body. But he said uh, that we don't discern, discern, not discerning the Lord's body or, or, or not understanding or seeing all that, what, what the Lord's body means. And so there's a, there's a couple ways that we can look at this, and I think we need to look at it, and there's a couple ways that I look at it, and it affects me drastically. Amen. And uh, Because this is a, in, important. Uh, for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. 
Well, if you're doing it unworthily and you're not discerning the Lord's body, uh, you can be in trouble. And it says, it says, for this reason many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. So if we don't get this right, for this reason of not getting it right, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. And, and sleep there means they're gone. Amen? So m many are weak and sick, so we're not getting many healings. Amen? Uh, we're, we're not really being strong in the Lord. We're weak and sickly. Amen? And dying left and right. <laughs> Praise God. And so it's important to discern the Lord's body, what he's talking about here. You understand what I'm saying? Well, one thing that I saw years ago and understood it, and I never forgot it, uh, we are the body of Christ. And, uh, and, and, and I like to say it like this, and I think that's about the best way to do it. If Jesus is your head, if you're submitted really truly to the Lord Jesus, you're not going through the motions, you're not just a church attender, but you know Jesus, and he's your head, that means he's your Lord. Amen. See, there's people that are church members. They don't care what the Lord said. I remember trying to tell somebody he needed to be filled with the Holy Ghost, and I gave him every scripture in the book because was, that was my thing. You know, if somebody wasn't saved, I was trying to get them saved. If they wasn't filled, I was trying to get them filled. Amen. And, and, and he finally told me, he said, he said, I don't care what the Bible says. He said, at my church, we just don't believe this. We just don't believe that. And I said, well, what do y'all believe? And he said, I don't know. I have to ask my preacher. He said, but we don't believe that. So uh, we didn't get anywhere. Amen. But uh, there's probably some, some weak and sick and, and uh, some sleeping. Amen. And, you know, people are dying left and right right now. Amen. I mean, I got bad reports on several people, and, and we've been praying for families, and, and uh, people have left this planet suddenly. One forty-one years old, some in their forties or about fifty, just gone, gone. They don't get a second chance. Amen. Uh, but we we must dis, d, d, discern the Lord's body, and uh, Jesus is the one who shed His blood. And uh, I, can't, I can't look at Wes on the outside and say uh, whether or not he's saved. If he tells me he's believed in his heart and confessed with his mouth the Lord Jesus, unless he's shown me some other crazy kind of fruit, I kind of got to believe that. You kind of got to go with somebody's confession. Amen. You, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, it, but if, 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 if somebody's done that and said, I believe in my heart uh, and confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, Jesus is my Lord. That, now, if Jesus is your Lord, uh, you know, that, that kind of means you follow him. And he's your king. He's Lord of Lord and King of Kings. And we're supposed to, remember, we're bought with a price. So I would say, I would say that anybody who really thinks it's necessary to try to live for the Lord and to know Him and to love His Word and honor His Word, that's the body of Christ. 
Now, in, in that category that I just named, there's going to be denominational people. There's going to be Baptist people who are very zealous for God and love God. And there's going to be Methodist people. And there's going to be some probably Presbyterians, maybe even Catholics who, who really seek after God. Amen. There's good people everywhere. Amen, that really want to do what's right and really desire to be led by the Lord and really have a prayer life and really wait on the Lord and really are sensitive in their heart and really, really try to do uh, what's right. Hallelujah. I don't know if the angels are giving me a light show. Hallelujah, but uh, praise God, that could be. Glory to God. Uh so you understand what I'm saying. So anything that Jesus is the head is the body. Let me go ahead and say that. And I'm not judging anybody. I'm not the judge. Jesus is the judge. But I think if you're a Christian, you ought to follow the Lord. You ought to love God. You ought to love the Word. You, you know, you ought to not only know where your Bible's at, you ought to know a little bit about what's in it. Amen. Dust it off and read that thing. Amen. <laughs> if you're a child of God. So, so if you're the body of Christ, amen, and, and we're different, and some, some don't believe in speaking in tongues. They've never been taught right about it or they've been taught wrong about it. Some may not fully understand healing, but they love the Lord. They're born again. We're all the body. And Paul said some are the foot and some are the hand, some are the eye, some are the ear. We don't have to be exactly alike. Everybody doesn't have to be exactly alike. But I believe you have to love Jesus. Amen. You can't come in here worshiping Buddha or Allah or Muhammad and turning towards the mosque and worshiping that and saying that you're my brother and that you're part of this body because you're not. There's one name given under heaven whereby men must be saved. How many understand what I'm saying? Okay. So, uh, then if we're the body, we ought to love one another and recognize one another. Amen, and treat each, treat each other right. And now we've had isms and schisms. Amen, and uh, I'm not saying you're going to go to hell over it, but if you'll let God deal with you, he'll, he'll deal with you. And he showed me, because uh, people would criticize me falsely because I, I was all out for Jesus. Amen. I was sold out for, for Jesus and his word. And, and uh, uh, I had people, I wanted to worship God. I wanted to praise God. People made fun of me for that. Because their, their, their worship was different than my worship. And so I got, I got critiqued a little bit. So I critiqued them for their worldliness that I could see. And, and so they judged me, so I judged them back. Amen. Because, you know, they was up there at the fair. You know, and yeah, you, you, you know, you, uh, when I was young, I I had to be at the fair, and and uh, I'd work hard all summer, half the summer, and and have a pocket full of money, and then when the fair was gone, I was broke. Didn't know what happened. Amen. And so, you know, when I got saved, I didn't like the fair, and it was just a good excuse uh, for me not to go. But you, you 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 understand? They judged me, so I judged them back. But at some point, I realized not to do that. Amen, just to stop that. Amen. And certainly, certainly, certainly not go public with it, naming names. 
amen and 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 making facebook posts and youtube posts lord lord help some people that is not discerning the lord's body at all when you're calling out your brothers of course they're so sure that they're right that anything that's not exactly like them you know i remember uh glory to god you know there's just different strokes for different folks and i remember uh mylon lefevre mylon lefevre and broken heart and i was pastor and i was a youth pastor too you know so when it came time to take the youth somewhere guess who took them i did and so they had ichthus festival up at uh wilmore kentucky every year and they had the big stage and 10 or 12,000 people always showed up and we would take the youth group and and there was this this uh, one band Mylon Lefevre and Broken Heart they came out of a, a church of God in Atlanta Georgia believed in speaking in tongues and everything and they were anointed but they kind of rock and rolled a little bit well I you know uh, I come out of a rock and roll band when I got saved so I didn't think there was a thing wrong with drums but see there's some people sit in church and somebody told them that a missionary in Africa heard the drum beats of an African uh, witch doctor and it was the same beat that they played in that Christian rock music. And so that Christian rock music was of the devil. So they critiqued that all Christian rock music was of the devil and, and uh, they said there were uh, wolves in sheep's clothing and uh, all kinds of criticism flying back and forth. But I went up there and... I saw, I saw people get saved. I saw fruit. Amen. Then one, one year, one year, uh, uh, it was another band that I liked that was, that was White Cross, and they had some songs with good words. And, it, and I, could, I, I, could, I could get out of my head and, and just worship God and just get blessed and, you know, want to fight devils, bless God, and want to be on fire for Jesus and get all stirred up. And, you know, uh, I think it was one Sunday morning, I, we had a sunrise service. We were in the Sparksville community, and the Sparksville community had a sunrise service. Uh, I, I love them people and everything, and they love those sunrise services. But, you know, I don't know if Jesus even gets up that early. And if he, if he ain't going, I, I don't see no reason for me to have to go. But we would have to get up, and we're committed to it, and so we had to go every year. Every year it was at a different church. And I remember going one morning and I was half asleep. And, and uh, you know, they were singing and praising God. And, and some way or another I got out of my head and I just got to worshiping God. And, and singing the songbook songs. And I just really forgot everything and everybody. But I really focused on what we were singing. And I actually got blessed. I, act, I mean, if it had been a, more liberty there, I probably would have shouted. I mean, I, I woke up enough to get in the Spirit, and I, I really got touched by God. Amen. And God was there. Amen. And then with just, within the same week, I was at that White Cross concert, and, and uh, uh, they had a guitar player. Of course, I like guitars, and he was really, really good. And I, I, I was able to get right up, right in front of him, you know, like, from here to the to the camera i mean i was right there and i could see everything he was doing and I, it was like uh, it was like heaven on earth to me 
And, and in the midst of all that, I was praising God. And I got so in the Spirit. And I got so blessed. And so, you know, the Lord showed me, you know, He's a lot of different places. He's everywhere, and you can't put Him in a box. But see, some people want to put Him in a box, and if you're not in their box, then they, they, uh, they leave you out. And I think that's not discerning the Lord's body. And I began to learn, and I realized, and I, I not only want to be healed, I want to be anointed. I can't, I can't do this without the anointing. And I figured that out a long time ago, and, and I didn't know how it worked, but I knew I was anointed. I, didn't, I thought for a while I had to pray for it, and, and I thought I had to study for it. And then the Lord showed me through different things. One time I was staying with somebody in the hospital, and I just couldn't study and pray in that environment in Louisville. I just couldn't. And so I come home on Saturday night and I had to preach on Sunday morning and I was too tired and I didn't have time to pray and prepare like I always did and I thought I really would, did a humdinger job of preaching because I got to pray a lot and I got to really prepare and, and I just didn't have, I just didn't, I was just too tired and I just barely made it to church. Well, I preached better that Sunday than I ever had in all my life and I knew God showed me right then, see it ain't you, it ain't about you. Amen. It's because I'm called and his hand's on me. But I realize if I don't discern the Lord's body, then that causes his hand to lift for me. And from the time I saw that, the Holy Ghost inside of me, every time I, I get on the edge of something, I get, I get called back in line. And I'm telling you, there's some people aren't going to get their healing until they stop talking about people. Even if they're wrong. Amen. You know, it's like the old country song. The Lord knows I'm drinking and running around. We don't need your loud mouth informing the town. How many remembers that song? It's a hit. I played it on Columbia all the time. Hey, you know, hello, Mrs. Johnson, you self-righteous woman. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord knows I'm drinking. So, so, uh, but, you know, some people are just territorial and all that. That is not discerning the Lord's body. And, and uh, he didn't call us to critique people. Now, sometimes I have to point out what's wrong and point out what's right and, and say, this, we're staying with the Word. This is what we're going to do. We're going to stay with the Word. Some people haven't seen it yet. Some people haven't caught it yet. But we're praying for everybody. We're praying for the body. So you must uh, discern the body. That's one, one way that people cannot discern the body. Another thing is, many people know, I've got plenty of time to do this, it's working out good, uh, many people know that he shed his blood for our sins, but they don't really know that he took stripes for our healing and that it's finished just like the blood was shed. Actually, his body was broken. If you read Isaiah, his body was broken, his visage was marred more than any man. By his stripes we were healed. He took the stripes before he was actually crucified. So if, if, if you don't judge that healing's been paid for, that's where healing was paid for. By his stripes are you healed. Amen. And so, so many people are praying, Lord, uh, please heal so and so if it's your will. We know you can, Lord, if it's your will. Would you please heal so and so? Well, by going to that whipping post, he laid down his life. 
by going to that whipping post, he said, it's my will. He, pay, he paid the price then. And so when we partake of communion, when we're, when we're taking that bro, blo, uh, bread, we need to be as excited about that bread, his broken body, which was broken for us, that's our healing, just as much as we would be when we take the cup. And this is, this is, this is, uh, this is the blood, this represents the blood of the new covenant and the blood that takes away my sin, hallelujah. Amen, the bread is just as much. So, but if you don't know that, if you've never been taught that, and, and, and really when I've heard of people being taught this and then taking communion and immediately receiving it because they didn't know, they didn't really know and fully understand how available it was amen and he just wants to be believed and that's the whole purpose of remembering all this anyway and celebrating all this this belongs to us so not discerning the lord's body for this reason many are weak and sick among you and many sleep many are already gone on because they didn't discern the lord's body amen and if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged but when we are judged we are chastened by the lord that we may not be condemned with the world. So, you know, uh, God is good and his mercy is brand new forever. And he not only took our sin away, he, he broke the power of sin. Amen. And we should press in to walk uprightly with the Lord. And, and uh, uh, you know, the, the devil gets a hold on people. Uh, uh, addiction is so horrible. People get addicted to, to medications and illegal drugs and, and they want to quit or, or, or even cigarettes. You know, when they were a teenager, everybody was doing it. So when they were 14 or 15, they thought it made them big and made it like an adult. And then by the time they were 17 and they decided they didn't want to do it anymore, they had already got addicted to that nicotine. And, and then it plagues them and it messes up their lungs and everything else. And they hate it, but it's got such a hold on them. They can't give it up. Amen. Addiction is same, same. And some people do it with food. Some, some people do, you know, comfort food. And, and, and uh, when they have emotional distress, that food is a comfort to them. Well, that has to be broken. Those are addictions. And God loves you. And he's for you. Amen. And he knows your hurt. Amen. And, and uh, he paid the price for your victory. Amen. So don't you give up and you keep your eyes on him. And, and uh, he paid it all. His body was broken for you. He paid it all. You don't have to be bound uh, by anything. So you press in and you discern that. Amen. And so the next time you do communion, you, you, you recognize uh, uh, healing is the children's bread. And you learn. Uh, and boy, I've certainly had my battles, but uh, uh, again, I'll say this, and some people might not understand that and might think I'm crazy. I, you know, I think the devil's just battled me extra hard in this area because of the revelation and because of what's getting ready to come, the power that's getting ready to manifest to everybody. And through it all, I'm, I'm not quit. I've not quit. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm believing. Amen. And I'm pressing in. And matter of fact, I'm pressing in harder. Amen. And, and uh, feeding on this word to get it stronger and stronger and let my faith be stronger than, than anything that I see, anything that I feel. And, and taking authority and uh, being aggressive about it, amen, because he paid it. 
He's paid it. It belongs to me. Healing, healing is the children's bread. It belongs to us. But you've got to fight for it. Amen? And, you know, if somebody came and, and uh, uh, said, we got this half pint of liquor, preacher, we're going to make you drink this half pint of liquor, and, and so you'll be drunk, and then, you know, you'll, you, what about your Jesus then? You know, we're going to get you drunk, preacher, and we're going to discredit you. And, and, man, they'd, they'd have to be tough. Amen, because I'd ask them not to do that, and then, then they wouldn't do it with me conscious. Amen, they'd have to knock me out to do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'd fight it. Amen, so therefore when symptoms come, I have to know, because it, it wouldn't glorify God for me to sin, and it's not going to glorify God for me to be sick. I'm going to fight that. I'm going to learn and, and, and press into those things. And, and uh, uh, the word is right, but I'm, 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 I'm not all the way right. Amen. <laughs> myself amen but he's still working on me amen but it's not his it's not his fault it's mine amen but i'm pressing and i'm heading in the right direction praise god and and god is good amen i'm just being transparent amen so uh and he knows us he knows all about you he still loves you he knows what you're thinking <laughs> he knows when you're weak he knows when you're strong he still loves you and, but he loves it when you pray, Lord, be my strength. Lord, help me. Lord, I, I have to trust you. I have to rely on you. I can't do this by myself. I, be, I believe in you to help me. And if you, if you get knocked down, get back up. Don't stay down. Amen. But uh, I think, you know, what the point I wanted to make tonight is we've got to rightly discern the Lord's body. Amen. Our brothers and sisters are not our enemy. And, and some of them may treat us as enemies. Amen. But we, we, I want to show the love of God. And uh, uh, I do love them. And, and, and uh, uh, pray for them. Gosh, somebody's got to pray for them. Amen. We plead the blood of Jesus. Amen. That people would have ears to see and, and understand some things. And people are bound by every kind of sin. And, uh, you know, same-sex attraction. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, the Word of God says what it says. Amen. And uh, Jesus came to set the captive free. Amen. And he will, if we'll believe. But people need to be prayed for that their eyes can be opened and, and see that and understand that. So, uh, hope that helped you. Uh, let, let's, let's just take a minute. that's about all we got but I I want to pray and disagree with me Father in the name of Jesus we come boldly before your throne tonight we're so thankful for your goodness and we're so thankful for your mercy and uh, we're so thankful for the body of Christ and Lord there's all different parts of a a human body but it's all the same body and uh, your word says that they will know we're Christians by our love and I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that, you, that uh, is, you've promised that the love of God's been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. We pray for the body of Christ, and we plead the blood of Jesus. We plead the perfect, precious blood of Jesus on the body of Christ right now. And, uh, Lord, we've been attacked by this and attacked by that, and there are people that have been influenced and been given wrong information 
to think wrong ways. And Lord, even ourselves, we may be thinking wrong on something. Uh, 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 you know, Lord. You know. But it, I plead the blood of Jesus on me. I put the blood of Jesus on me, on my mind, on my heart, on my life. We plead the blood, the powerful blood of Jesus. Let it, let it flow down on us, Lord God, and, and make us alive and cleanse us and strengthen us and purify us and drive off every demon, every demonic force and every lying thing from hell that hinders in the name of Jesus. And uh, we, Lord, we thank you for every uh, brother and sister uh, that knows you. And Lord, we pray for all those that don't, that the, the scales of blindness the God of this world has blinded their minds with will fall by the wayside. And uh, uh, we'll be one. Glory to God. And, and uh, they will know we're Christians by our love. In Jesus' name, help us, Lord God. Help. We're on the same team. We're not competing with each other. We're, we're, we're looking for the same thing. And Lord, deliver us from every kind of deception that, that holds us back and hinders us. We plead the blood. There's power in the blood. Boy, I feel that. There's power in the blood of Jesus. Lord, we give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. God bless you and thank you for coming. We'll see you Sunday.